0: dinosaurs everybody welcome to the mary and tom show i'm tom i'm mary this is our show yep we have an update sort of for the dinosaur table battle situation we are waiting on the deck to arrive from our card printer so we can verify that correct file is being used before we authorize a large order so we can start selling the game and it's kind of taking the scenic route
1: they're claiming it'll be delivered on monday monday being memorial day so we'll see whether that happens or not better
0: i'm hoping it does i'm
1: tired of waiting <laughs> i
0: understand i want
1: my cards i want to unleash dinosaur tb into the world
0: yeah. well it, it did actually show up in detroit again this past week and it's moved from the detroit center to our <laughs> local center and so hopefully it will be delivered tomorrow as they assume it will be
1: that deck went out on the first of on May. on the first
0: of may as soon as i get that deck I'm going to make sure that the correction is taken and it's the correct file. Then we're going to order the cards that day.
1: Holy cow. You're that, going to do it the same day.
0: That's the plan. Uh, and then we'll be able to authorize that's our... That's
1: not what he usually does.
0: <laughs> well, I intend to do it on the same day usually, but and then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. I guess I'll do it tomorrow. But I know how important this is to you, so it will definitely be done on the same day that we get the cards. Okay. And assuming everything is copacetic with those cards... Then those will be printed and those will be shipped to California where Blue Panther is, and that might take a couple of weeks. It just depends on their volume and and on they'll probably go through UPS instead of USPS. So the shipping's probably to be a little expediated. Yeah. But
1: well, as long as they don't decide to hit it with disinfectant again.
0: Yeah, that happened with our, our last order. Uh, the UPS broke the box and then sprayed disinfectant uh, inside the box. Which the cards did not take to very well. No. But I'm I'm hoping that won't be the case. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, you know, at this point so I can have a panic attack about it. I appreciate mm. that, Mary. You're welcome. Yeah. So what complicates things is that we had intended Dinosaur Table Battles to be a release in mid to late May. And then in June, we'd be releasing Field of the Cloth of Gold because the 500th anniversary of the meeting at the Field of the Cloth of Gold is in June. You know, the thing is... You and me, Mary, we kind of play things by ear a lot of the time. So if if it comes to be a case where we decide, okay, we're going to release Field of Cloth of Gold early June, and then release Table Battles later in June, or vice versa, because they're both going to, going to end up being June releases at this point, because people have been waiting for time for Table Battles for how long, Mary?
1: Since prehistory.
0: Yeah, that's a long time. Yep. Which makes it kind of a higher priority release than Field of Cloth of Gold, and we're waiting five hundred years for that. That's that's a drop in the bucket.
1: Yep. Let me get you some water.
0: No, you don't need to get me some water. You didn't need to do that for me. I appreciate it. Thank you. What do you
1: you. mean I didn't need to do it for you? I don't need to do a lot of things, but I'd like to do them for you. Okay. So, what?
0: I'm saying thank you.
1: That wasn't a thank you.
0: I actually, actually did say the words thank you, though, at the end of the statement.
1: The thank you was a thank you, but the rest of it was not a thank you
0: it was context for the thank you because I appreciate you going out of your way to do something for me that I didn't ask or want you to do that was nice of you and you're a nice person. So besides our two June releases, we also have two June unreleases in that two games are leaving our catalog. The license has expired and those licenses are not being renewed. The games in question are operation unthinkable which is a thai bomba design about a hypothetical world war three happening shortly after world war ii that's the allies attacking russia a hex encounter game uh it's a fun game i really like it how that project was initiated is we actually went to thai and said hey we'd like to have a game on this topic but uh you know it's not something that i'm going to design you have a more than a few hypothetical games uh, under your belt would you like to do a game for us he said yeah actually it was something that he had i guess pitched before to various companies throughout the years and you know didn't get a lot of bites on so he was excited to to work on that again together pretty quickly
1: yeah it did i was really surprised that yeah. was super quick
0: yeah he said, he said just it was uh he had a lot of passion for it and it just everything fell together and yeah uh, we were happy to get that that out uh back in 2017 we decided to release the license back to thai we will no longer be selling that as of the end of June. So if you want to get your copy of Operation Unthinkable, between now and the end of June is the time to do it. The other game that we're letting go is Richard Berg's Dynasty. With Richard having passed, we're not in a position to renew that license. That also will be expiring at the at the end of June. That one's a little trickier in that with Operation Unthinkable, it's kind of our, our standard kit as far as games go. We have a counter sheet and we have a map and we have a rule book and dice. And that's all there is to it. And we can kind of produce that ad infinitum. Whereas with Dynasty, because there are specialty wood bits and because there are cards, we need to have wood bits and cards on hand. We have a limited supply of those wood bits left. We're going to be ordering the last few decks of cards for it, for what we anticipate to be selling in June, uh, when we order the Dinosaur Table Battles cards. So that's one where theoretically we might not have enough copies to go around for everybody who wants one so if you want one make sure you buy it early i guess you know it doesn't really make sense for us to do a, a big full order of dynasty decks and you know and then not sell x number of them and then just have those cards there taking up space so that's uh the situation with that one
1: sad to see both of them go
0: yeah I, it's especially sad with dynasty because uh
1: i still miss richard
0: yeah, he called us Russeloids. Yeah. And Hollanders.
1: Yep. Now I had some interesting back and forths with him.
0: He pitched us games and called them Nido Bandito Burgies.
1: Well, there were a couple, one in particular that we wanted to do, but there were some issues with it, and then the other one was all about gangsters, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The gangster one. Yeah. So, so there were a few games that Richard pitched to us that we ended up. Uh, trying out to see if we'd want to do it you know the gangster one sounded really exciting when he pitched it and and I even mocked up a cover for it like immediately before I had printed the card printed the cards and that and tried to play it Uh, and the gameplay was not necessarily our cup of tea I could see a market for it it's not our market
1: yeah I think that was the problem with a number of his games they they really weren't for us doesn't mean that they weren't good. They just yeah. weren't for us.
0: There was one in particular. Gosh, I wish we'd, we'd be able to do that game. Um, it was a multiplayer game set during the reign of one of the pharaohs. I'm trying to remember which pharaoh it was.
1: I thought it would have been great to have the two of them. They're both multiplayer, and mm-hmm. they just seem, to me, they just seem to fit together.
0: Yeah. Um, and in that one, each player has a special power uh, that comes with their cabinet post within the, the Pharaoh's government. And at a certain point, the Pharaoh decides to go from being polytheist to a monotheist, and he shakes up his cabinet, so you all get different powers. Like you switch what roles you have, and then the victory conditions switch.
1: Is it actually Amenhotep, or is it somebody else?
0: Ah, uh, it might be I'm trying to, I'm blanking on it, but that might be it's been was. a while
1: since I looked at the. It's been a couple of years since I looked at the game, yeah, so I can't remember
0: but the tricky part with that is that there were had to be player shields for each player and and boards for each player, and that all just kind of adds up over time and also needed some specialty bits that our regular wood manufacturer couldn't do and we when we priced them with a chinese company uh it was gonna cost significantly more to ship the bits than to produce them.
1: Yeah, that was unbelievable. So... It was twice as much to ship. And it wouldn't
0: have been cheap in the first place just for the cost of the bits. So you
1: take the the price of the bits and then double that for the shipping.
0: And so, you know... For those reasons, we wouldn't really have been able to offer it at a competitive price point. Like a $60 price point would have been the right price point for that game, but it probably would have cost us about $60 to produce a copy of the game.
1: I think that was one problem with a lot of the ones that he was pitching us, just the sheer number of components and different types of components that we're not really in a position to do. Not right now, anyway. I really thought that was a good idea for a game. I thought it might be a really good game. But those shields, when we started pricing that, then all the other stuff on top of it. And You know, you want to do something, and then, then you start pricing all the components. You start looking into it and you say, oh, we need this, and oh, we need that. And next thing you know, it's this sounds like a great game, but we can't do it. It's just not for us.
0: Uh, you know, it's very different mechanically than Dynasty, but it has some of the same feel and some of the same features as far as kind of a big random multiplayer game it goes on a little long. It probably was like another like another like three-hour game. Dynasty did not really do as well for us as we or Richard would have hoped. So this particular game, this Egyptian game, you know, probably would have sold about as well as Dynasty did so for being that much more expensive to produce where it would necessitate going to a higher price point than we're comfortable with it just it just wasn't in the cards and that that was really upsetting because I was really excited about that one
1: yeah you had a cover I had a so cover, fast
0: I had a cover and and we had we had announced it because we we're like yeah we're gonna do this yeah. and then we got down to brass tacks it was like oh uh this isn't going to work as well for us yeah and that's one reason now when when we get stuff we look a lot closer at that side of the equation before we say yes or no
1: i think a few times we've just looked at the components we, we really haven't dug deep into the game but the sheer number of components would be too much for us Or the types of components would be too much for us. So we don't go beyond that.
0: But at that point, we just say to the people, you know, this, I mean, this might be a a great game, but it's not going to be great for us. You know, a different publisher is going to be able to produce this at a much more competitive price, release it to a much wider market. You know, that's the thing we try to be straight with people about is we are a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche. You know, we don't have the same reach as a larger company we can't offer that. So if you're looking for a game to go big, we're not necessarily the firm that's going to have that. Almost any other publisher is probably going to sell more copies than we will. Of course, we're able to take chances on games that other publishers aren't gonna be as interested in. You know, even like my own game, Supply Lines, originally was pitched to other publishers and they passed on and said, you know, we don't see a market for this. And, you know, it turns out there is a market for it, but it's a market that we were positioned to push the game to. And And
1: that has done extremely well.
0: It has. Whereas I think if one of those other publishers had done it...
1: They wouldn't know how to handle it.
0: Yeah, I I mean, in that case, it wouldn't have sold as many copies it doesn't have that appeal.
1: Dinosaurs, everybody.